Future Proof Extra with Jonathan McRae. Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland on News Talk. Welcome back to Future Proof on News Talk. I'm Jonathan McRae. Now, we've covered the lives and behaviors of bees a few times on the program, so much so that we thought we'd heard and seen it all. Well, we may have been wrong about that. Uh, professor Jurgen Tauts is a bee expert, animal behaviorist, and emeritus professor at Biozentrum, the University of Warsburg, and he's the author of Communication Between Honeybees, More Than Just a Dance in the Dark. He joins me now. Um, Jürgen, people might be familiar with this extraordinary communication between bees, the, the honeybee dance. Can you tell us a little bit about it just to refresh our minds? So first of all, Jonathan, thank you for having me with you. The uh, dance language, the so-called dance language, uh, uh, is among the most popular and most uh, familiar uh, animal behaviours. So if you ask anyone at, down at the street, uh, uh, ask him uh, to name any animal behavior. So the dance language or waggle dances of bees uh, will be mentioned. I'm, I'm quite sure about this. Uh, it has been studied for virtually decades. And uh, over the last 50 years, one picture settled uh, uh, fairly solid, uh, which is description saying that uh, honeybee that has discovered a new uh, source of food like a cherry tree, returns back home uh, to her nest and uh, recruits nest mates to uh, give them the part uh, in uh, harvesting uh, pollen and nectar at this uh, cherry tree by performing this waggle dance. And uh, the notion goes that this waggle dance uh, contains the full information needed for recruited bees uh, to reach this spot which is a waggle dance uh, figure, the movement, uh, the behavior gives uh, distance and directions uh, to the goal. Yeah, so this is something people I'm sure are familiar with, the idea that the bee travels back, it does a very specific and precise dance, and the information encoded in this dance is something along the lines of fourth tree to the right, take uh, a left at the river, uh, go up, two meters and it's uh, right there in front of you Uh, a very precise location delivered at once from this waggle dance and that was so incredible we probably should have thought about it uh, because incredible it is because it's it's not entirely accurate isn't that right yes so the uh, idea or the hypothesis that it's a very uh, accurate uh, form of communication led to the conclusion that just we humans and the honeybee are the only organisms the only uh, animals, uh, so to speak, uh, that can uh, communicate about abstract uh, situations. And uh, so this is would be a really amazing notion. Hmm. Uh, therefore, also linguists and philosophers and psychologists have been very, very much interested in, in it. And this uh, sexy idea, so to speak, uh, became uh, very popular. But uh, right from the beginning, it became clear to scientists who dealt with this uh, form of communication that it's that the input the waggle dance movement is not as precise and not as exact and not as uh, repeatable as it needs to be to get the recruits to the spot so a follower bee which has followed the dance inside the darkness of the nest reaches a, a, a goal it can be in 10 kilometers distance in, and it can have 10 centimeters uh, in diameter so it's really a spot that it's hit by the recruited bee. And, and so the question emerged fairly, fairly soon, how can that be if the input is so sloppy, so imprecise, 
that the output, which is uh, the result that you can see, hmm. You're talking about distance. You're talking about distance that expert snipers wouldn't be able to hit. Ten kilometers is a very, very, very long way away, and of course, it's not uh, often uh, always as the the crow flies. So there's obstacles in the way. The idea that a bee would be able to communicate that so precisely to hit a ten centimeter target, it does certainly ask questions, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does certainly ask questions. But the uh, research of the last uh, five decades focused on studying the behavior inside the nest. So the original idea by the Austrian zoologist Karl von Frisch, who also got a, a Nobel Prize for this idea and for his studies on the dance language of bees, uh, was that the dance contains the full set of information that is needed for the recruits uh, to reach this uh, goal. The map. Yeah. And, and this uh, dogma ha has been supported uh, during the last 50 years by more and more auxiliary hypotheses <clears throat> because, uh, yeah, it was strange, just as you noted it already, very strange how very imprecise uh, input can lead to a precise output. When you say imprecise input, this is the thing that sort of raised a flag with you. You're talking about the fact that the dance is different at different times and if it was so precise a location you would imagine the movements would have to be very very careful otherwise you might be off by a kilometer to the left or the right absolutely correct what you say and uh, this uh, already more than uh, 50 years ago uh, the um, already mentioned Karl von Frisch realized that there is really a problem that there is really a riddle and the solution he suggested is that uh, the honeybees can calculate the uh, mean values. So they, they uh, watch different dances and each dance points in a sli slightly different direction. And if the bees are able to calculate the means, then uh, in, in the end you get the uh, correct direction. That, 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 I hadn't heard that. That's, that's adding even more abilities to these bees. Yeah, and, and uh, there are more and more and more of these uh, uh, abilities that have been uh, built up around the honeybees to make them really, really something special among the insects. And uh, so with uh, my book and uh, my new model, how bees are really doing it, I try to, to bring them uh, back into the uh, insect community again, so to speak. So they're not so special. They are, they are wonderful and they are fascinating. And I, I spent uh, the last about 30 years studying them. And uh, I would have studying them for 100 more years if I would have the chance for this. So they are beautiful, but they are just insects with abilities. You, Other sound like also have. you sound like you're saying some of my best friends are bees. Uh, I, I, I know that you're not trying to, to attack bees, of course, and that you do love them. But uh, you, what you're saying is that your research seems to say that this ability is not exactly how they make their, uh, their directions known. So if bees don't just use the waggle dance, w what other information helps bees get to where they should go? So the bees, in fact, are doing it uh, just like... Uh, uh, migrating birds are doing it when they uh, have to hit uh, their nests coming back from South Africa after the winter. Uh, it's uh, three steps, in fact, uh, three phases. So the first phase is really the function of the waggle dance. So the waggle dance sends the recruit into a rough region, not to a spot, but into a rough region that is helpful anyway. And in this region, then the second step is beginning, which is the recruited bees start searching. So they uh, know in parentheses that there are 
uh, not very far away, maybe, to where they have to go and they start searching for cues or for signals that then really lead them for the, over the final distance. And these uh, signals can be uh, sent by the flowers. So that is one of the reasons why flowers uh, smell so nicely. So bees just, just follow the, the smell and, and find the cherry tree. And in addition, the bees that have been dancing inside the nest also uh, help us outside the nest uh, to bring the recruited bees to the spot. So this is the uh, new uh, perspective, so to speak, that communication between bees not only takes place inside the darkness of the nest, but they continue it outside in the field. So they are not only social interacting inside the nest, they are also social insects and interact very well uh, outside the nest. And the strange thing is that this exactly was the very first observation that Carl von Frisch made now uh, about 70 years ago, but uh, he himself didn't take it up anymore any longer and also other scientists did not follow uh, the fact that bees interact also in the field any longer after this uh, sexy idea of uh, a precise language between bees uh, has been uh, formulated. So, so the Waggle Dance says it's sort of over there and the bee goes out, it hunts around the area and it finds the source. Do, do the bees have any capacity to communicate landmarks, do we know? Or, or are there, do the bees communicate with other bees that have been sent out to say it's not that way or it's, it is this way? Do, do waggle dances happen midway through the route to get to the final destination? No, that does not happen. So right. in, inside the nest, the, the, the first step uh, of this continuous communication in the nest and in the field's first step is the waggle dance. And the very same individuals that perform the waggle dance outside in the field perform a so-called buzzing flight, which is a flight, it's very noisy, so we can hear, we can hear this. So you can uh, observe this by yourself in next spring. Just watch how bees approach a flower and there are... Uh, bees that will approach very, very noisy, perform these buzzing, buzzing uh, flights. So you can bet that these are the bees which have performed waggle dances inside the nest. And mm. other bees you don't hear. They are very, very quiet approaching the flower. And you can bet that these bees have not performed waggle dances inside the nest. So bees. How do you uh, know? Are, I mean, have you proven that? Uh, yes. So there, there are experiments. And I say uh, already 70 years ago by Karl von Frisch, he showed this. But uh, he himself uh, did not uh, follow it by his studies and also his uh, uh, followers did not follow this uh, very exciting observation. So tell me about the observational experiments that you have done to come to this hypothesis. So, for example, uh, watching the same honeybee individuals uh, inside the nest and at the target, uh, you need uh, more than one person for this. And if you have uh, smartphones or walkie-talkies, Uh, you can ju just uh, record what uh, bee dancers are doing then out in the field after they have performed their dances. And this way, uh, you see exactly this, what I just have said, that the same bee that danced uh, inside the nest continues uh, its attempts and, and its communication outside in the field until they reach uh, the target together with recruits. So you never, you never ever will find a recruit Uh, reaching a target by itself. Uh, the first trip is always in company with uh, an experienced bee. It can be that a flower smells so strong that uh, by long searching, the recruit also finds it by itself. But typically, the uh, first flight is accompanied by experienced bees. Do you know, 
when I read this, I thought at first that I would be sad, but I, I, I'm not. I, I, it's amazing that you have um, come to this conclusion and certainly made some pretty strong claims about what was a really extraordinary claim about honeybees. And it's so extraordinary that some people are extremely unhappy with, with your findings. Has anyone written to you or expressed upset or anger? Because as you say, the Nobel Prize was... was was one on this uh, on this concept. Do you have a lot of um, anger and up- upset in the community? Are there people debunking your uh, proposals? So if you come up with a, a claim statement or a, a model like uh, I have now published in this book, uh, yeah, you are very keen uh, waiting for responses from, from uh, colleagues. And it's very clear that uh, young colleagues are very open and very happy and they say, okay, we always it was always very hard for us to believe that it works like this uh, but there are also uh, yeah guards of the holy grail so to speak uh, which are really unhappy and uh, what makes me quite relaxed is that i have not uh, heard any uh, argument any solid argument against uh, the new model so if uh, it's uh, yeah people uh, are very insulting uh, that that is uh, may sound strange but this is uh, fairly a relief uh, because it doesn't uh, show that I am mistaken. So what you're essentially saying is if you piss a few people off, that's okay as long as you're not wrong. And so far you haven't been proven wrong. My last question is how long does it take though? Don't they need to do observational experiments and test your hypothesis? Is, is it too soon to say whether or not your proposal will be debunked in the scientific literature? Yes, you're right. So I, I like the expression of one of my colleagues. He said this book is also a to-do list for future generations hmm. of honeybee scientists. And uh, I am very, uh, very keen uh, or I want to make very clear that I do not want to replace one dogma by a new dogma. And therefore, I in, in this book, I put uh, both models uh, side by side. And it's really up to a younger generation who gets uh, interested in this question uh, to make a final solution. Very interesting. The uh, tale gets curiouser. The honeybee waggle dance and Professor Jürgen Tauts. Thank you very much for joining us, Jürgen. Thank you, Jonathan. Future Proof Extra with Jonathan McRae. Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland on News Talk. Mm-hmm.